0: Hello and welcome to When We Got Older, a video game podcast because we wanted to. I'm
1: Kobe McGraw. I'm Andrew Evans.
0: It's Tuesday, January 28th, 2020, and in this episode, we go over the games we've been playing, such as Outer Wilds, Subnautica, Baba's You, Tim Tim, and our final thoughts on A Way Out. We then end the episode off with a discussion on games we would love to replay for the first time again. Let's rock.
1: Hey, Kobe. How's it going? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back from your tribals. Yeah,
0: thank you. It's been a been a while. Felt we took like... a
1: week off and now we've got a shit ton of games to talk about. Yes. Um well at least you have a you've been playing a good bit. I have been playing away. a good
0: bit. So let's uh jump into it. You wanna start us off?
1: Yeah. The first game on my list is Subnautica by I think it's published and developed by Unknown Worlds. Okay. Have you played any Subnautica at all?
0: I have not. I've I've only really seen like screenshots and a trailer
1: it is pretty terrifying Mm -hmm. it starts off with a pretty cool intro where you are you're basically having to evacuate the ship that's on the verge of blowing up Mm -hmm. and so you get in like a life pod and uh or an evacuation pod of sorts and shoot yourself out of the ship and then from your perspective you see the ship blow up and everything starts going fucking crazy in your life pod Mm -hmm. like stuff's like banging all over the walls and stuff so is this,
0: this is not like, this is coming, where's the ship coming from?
1: I don't know. It, it, it literally just starts with you like running to like evacuate. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like
0: a, like a spaceship, some type of craft, right? Yeah. It's some, to... some sort of
1: air ship of some sort flying over some planet. Okay. And so you eject yourself, you strap yourself into the, into like a seat on the wall, shoot yourself off the ship. You see the ship start to blow up in the background and um, stuff's banging all over the inside of your ship or your little escape pod, and this Mm -hmm. big sheet of metal just smacks you in the face, and you pass out. And you wake up. Everything on the inside of your pod's on fire, so you grab a fire extinguisher, put all the fire out, and then you uh, climb up the escape hatch and realize that you're on a planet that's completely covered in water. And um, all you can see is your big-ass ship that you would come from in the water as well, off in the distance, and um, just water everywhere and so um it sounds
0: like it has like a a similar beginning as like bioshock yes
1: the beginning of the game reminded me of bioshock so much like it's just it has that same like air of mystery to it where i I just have no idea what's going on or what is in store for me but um really just truly just diving
0: into this new world yeah (laughs) yes
1: just diving in (laughs) to this new world and it's, it's really incredible. Like the visuals of the first time you climb out of your ship and see that there's just water everywhere. It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. The ocean is so scary and there's so much shit in the ocean that nobody knows about, especially on a planet that is, you know, unfamiliar to you. Yes. Already alien enough. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it works just like any other kind of typical survival game where you're scrounge you're scavenging for um like resources and stuff. And uh you are working on just making a life just trying to figure out how to how to live and survive basically mm-hmm. on this So planet. is there like spaces where you're
0: not submerged in water? Like at, at when you are in
1: the only time that you're not underwater is when you are in your uh like, little life pod thing. Okay. And uh, on that little ship that you have, you have a fabricator that you bring all these resources to and you can create things. So, um, you know, you you have to create stuff to, like, fix the stuff inside your little ship. And then you can also create, like, a base underwater. So if you get enough materials and stuff, you can start to create, like, a little home base Mm -hmm. to kind of um, operate out of. But... Most of what I've been doing is exploring and also listening to every now and then on your radio, you'll get like distress calls from other people that also evacuated from that same ship. Okay. And um, so I've just been going to where, where the distress call came from and finding their journal entries and stuff. So it seems like there's like a really interesting story going on and um told like through like these letters and journals and stuff where right it's,
0: like epistolary and just kind of
1: right it's it's it, you feel very alone in the same way you do like in bioshock but there's so many voices going on like the voice of the pda that you have mm-hmm. kind of sounds like i don't know if you've have you been to epcot and been on spaceship earth it's the uh, one that's inside the big ball right, right. yeah yes I have. the narrator for spaceship earth sounds exactly like the narrator <laughs> okay. on your pda so, it's really interesting, like, kind of piecing together what's happening to these people. And you feel, like, truly alone, but you know there's other people out there trying to, like, do the same thing that you're doing. Right. Um, underwater's just terrifying. There's lots of scary things. And... Mm. Yeah, the creatures I saw in the trailer look wild. Oh, my God. I, the first time I found... Uh, there's there's these ones that that live inside this, like, little pod-type thing. And you have to get them to come out to get the sulfur that's underneath them. And so they'll come out and they make this crazy, like, screaming noise. They're like... <laughs> and they, like, come at you and then they fucking blow up. So you have to, like, swim past... You have to basically have to juke them to get them to blow themselves up without hitting you. But I remember the first okay. time one swam at me, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. It's, it's kind of like a creeper from Minecraft. You know how those, like, right. make, like, a noise and then explode?
0: I always hate those kind of enemies where they blow up. I, like... Oh, and, con- dude, and control it's like the those enemies that that blow up there but i always think of the tickers and gears of war um and just gears just of annoying. war your favorite series <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's either gonna be pt or gears of war that we
1: mention <laughs> every single time um but it's you know it, it's interesting I, i've been slowly but surely kind of building up a little base for myself And uh, I think one of the most interesting things that's happened to me so far in Subnautica is I found these like bottom feeder type fish that were sucking onto like a rock that was floating on the water. And there's a bunch of them. And they're like these little like pink jelly things that Mm -hmm. have like a circle of teeth on the inside of it. They look fucking disgusting. They look like the head crabs from Half-Life, but scarier. And they don't jump at you or do anything like that. But when I found them, I grabbed like, I don't know, seven to ten of them. And I thought, I'm going to bring this back to my ship, figure out what I can use this type of fish for. Because you can, everything is like a resource, basically. Mm -hmm. There are these fish called bladder fish that look like big, like pink balloon type things. And you use them to create filtered water because you still have to eat and drink and all this stuff. Right. So you're, you know,
0: you're grabbing all these fish. Yeah, it's just
1: typical survival Mm -hmm. shit. But... So I grabbed a bunch of these pink, sticky, nasty looking mouth things and brought them back to my ship. And uh, turns out there's all I can really do with them is turn them into like a flotation device. So I can like stick them to stuff and float it to the surface, which is interesting. But you're kind of limited on the amount of space that you have. So I wanted to get rid of them. So I climbed up on top of my ship, opened my inventory and just started dropping all of them. Well, that was a horrible idea because as I was dropping them, it, it, it's not just like they are destroyed. You're literally just dropping them. And so they're like hitting me as I'm dropping them. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> and like I dropped all 10 of them and they're all just like stuck to the outside of my little ship now. And I don't want to like I don't want to touch these things because they're so icky looking. Mm-hmm. But I also d- like don't know what to do with them. <laughs> So I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like trying to pick them up off the side of my ship and not get too close to them because they hurt you kind of if you touch them. So I like picked them all back up and I'm like, do I put them in the water? I don't know because I I don't want to like drop all. I don't want to jump in the water, drop all 10 of them and then be swimming back to my ship at night and run face first into them because they're just fucking gross looking. Right. So. I made a like a little storage box that you can store underwater and I put all of them in there and then I labeled the box no thank you and just sunk (laughs) it to the bottom of the ocean. But now I'm starting to have like second thoughts about it. I feel like I should go back down there, get these fucking nasty jelly things out of the box and just put them back where I found them. But I also just don't want to look at them anymore. They're so scary looking Kobe.
0: Oh man, it sounds like a horror game. It's like all these. It sounds
1: scary yeah it's uh there's some really incredible looking sea life in that game there's these big ass things that look like mountains that are moving underwater basically they have all this like vegetation and plant life and stuff growing off of the top of them but it's it's just like it looks like a giant like island moving underwater almost
0: it just seems like a great game just to explore and find these have these experiences that you can tell like what you're you're doing right now and just have
1: Totally. Cool experiences, right? Yes. I I have just been kind of in awe of so much of the stuff that I'm seeing mm-hmm. in this game. I am really looking forward to working my way through it some mm-hmm.
0: more. And this this game was originally an early access type game, right?
1: I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been out for a while, though, now. And I know there's DLC for it that it's like icy underwater stuff. It looks even scarier. The the monsters in the trailer <laughs> right? for that just looked horrifying. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah. I'm I'm getting more and more comfortable underwater, so a lot of the predatory, big, scary fish don't really bother me that much anymore, just because I know how to get past them. Mm -hmm. But I'm always so scared of what is going to come next. But it's been a fun game. Nice to Um, check it out. Yeah, I think you would really like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I especially because of how it's not like Bioshock in the way that Bioshock's like a single player narrative type thing but it definitely feels like bioshock and just the aura and mystery of the whole thing okay which is really cool like the the best part of the best part made bioshock really exactly exactly
0: and so i'll see if you you've also picked up temtem
1: yes temtem by crema which is a spanish studio that's responsible for uh it's like redneck pyramid redneck something it, immortal redneck that's what it's called okay immortal oh, redneck oh, i haven't heard about it it's an interesting like old school like almost quake like first person shooter that has i think it's got like a uh, twitch integration so if you're streaming it people oh. can watch you and spawn more monsters for you or help oh. for you and stuff like that so interesting i don't know that immortal redneck really i don't I don't know how successful that game is but temtem is it Incredibly successful already. Like, th- I think their server capacity was twenty thousand mm-hmm. when it first launched.
0: And this is early access, right? This is early access. Okay.
1: Yeah, and it is a Temtem is a, it's basically a Pokemon clone that is also an MMORPG. So you're playing okay. with tons and tons of other people, and uh, it's it's really good. It's got really great like aesthetic and um, art style.
0: Yeah, it looks really good, and like. Compared to like what I've seen of it so far, compared to like the, the most recent Pokemon game, Sword and Shield stuff, like I kind of would want to just check this out, yeah, more more so.
1: Yeah, I think it looks better. Yeah. than Pokemon Sword and Shield it looks really smooth. Um, it, it runs really really well too. It's mm. like even at the highest settings possible on my relatively old computer, it still runs perfectly. Um, the first couple days that it was out, they had tons of server issues and really long queues. I think there's still really long queues. And the first time I I, I locked mm-hmm. into it, it was like I was in a queue of like 10,000 people or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. And I know when you make your character, it assigns a number to your character. And I think that's like the number of characters created. But I was number 249,000 or something like that. So yeah, like a lot of Dang. fucking people are trying to play this game. So it makes sense that the queues are long and stuff. But they've been very transparent on their twitter with like keeping people communicated on when server restarts are happening and you know fixing bugs and all this stuff because the first few days of being out i mean there were so many like death trap type bugs in that game like if you tried to pick up an item in the wild it would freeze your client completely and all you could do is all f4 and then when you turn it back on guess what you're back in the queue bitch (laughs) and you you know it's like oh cool Mm -hmm. Uh, i made the mistake of trying to pick this up now i have to wait in a ten thousand person queue again but a lot of that stuff's been ironed out. It's a really great Pokemon clone. The there's no RNG in it at all. So there's no crits. There's no chance to you know for poison to last a certain. amount. It always lasts two rounds. Sleep always lasts two rounds. Or okay. It's very much a thinking man's uh, Pokemon type game. Okay. So you can't get fucked by RNG the same way you do it in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And it's all two v two based so you're constantly trying to create like synergies between your temtem i know my main one is a psychic one and so it has an ability that puts i can put people to sleep and then my passive is when i damage something that's asleep i don't wake it up so i paired that with another temtem that also has the same passive i think it's called soft touch so i can just sleep things and then we can just beat them up and not have to worry about them waking up
0: okay Interesting. So and it's all 2v2 like that, right? All 2v2. So you always have to consider like that, that play style of combining these two times. Right. Exactly. Nice.
1: And it's really challenging, like the battles and stuff that I've got. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm like right at the first quote unquote gym right now. And uh, wow. So it's an MMO, but you're not facing
0: this. Yeah. There's still like, uh, like gym leaders. Yeah. There's still like like a single
1: player type plot line that you can follow. And you are, you know, working your way through these different places and trying to beat gym leaders and stuff. There is like a co-op feature. I haven't tried it yet because I don't know anyone else that plays, you know, that has it in Mm -hmm. real life or whatever. But um, it's good. And I think there's going to be, it's going to be cool to see what the competitive scene is like for it just because there is no um, RNG. It's all just like strategy and coming up with interesting team synergy stuff. Right. It's good, good game. I like it. I see you've been playing uh, some Baba as you.
0: I have, yeah. Um, So Baba as you is like this puzzle game where you're this uh, some type of four-legged creature named Baba, and you are Baba most of the time. Yes, you. Um, But this game is like just, just plays around with a lot of verbs and. Um, just like the basics of what like logic puzzles and stuff, and it's just
1: it makes you feel really, really smart and also really, really stupid, yeah. yeah
0: um and i I picked it up maybe like originally when it came out on switch, and I dropped it after I got to some level where I couldn't get past for a bit, and so recently I recently picked it up again and started off and. I figured out wh- what to do on that that level that I got stuck on. So I got past that. But again, I just got, I got stuck again. Yep. yep.
1: That, mm-hmm. That's a, that's my exact it felt same Felt good experience. for a bit.
0: And now I just feel dumb. It's again. crazy
1: how it'll just come to you, though. Like, I'll be, like, banging my head against a level for days. And then I'll just be like, oh, okay, I need to just take a break. And then I'll, like, come back to it with fresh eyes. And you just, you're like, right. oh, wow, it's this simple.
0: And yeah, I haven't, I've played like maybe three and a half to four hours so far. So I'm not, I'm, I would say I'm still like in the beginning stages of what's going on. I hear it gets even more crazier right, as, right, as right. it goes. So I'm, I'm still not, I'm still not really even in the thick of it and see what this whole game is really about. But I am I plan to play more and 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 see what it, what it has in store for me yeah and uh, the soundtrack is amazing too like it's just something i can listen to while doing these levels over and over again where it's not like super repetitive or anything right and the game developed by rv takari I, I believe that's how you pronounce it but he also does the music too and um that's yeah, dope just, is
1: it a one person game did he do the whole thing um i want to say yes but it's yeah okay It yeah so yeah
0: Baba's You. Good. Good game. Baba's You. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I'll, I need to get back to it. Yeah. It's like a perfect pick up and play right. game kind of if I only yeah. have a, you know, if I'm just sitting on the couch for a second like Let's hop in um, try a puzzle doesn't work okay. I'll
0: try again tomorrow. <laughs> Awful also been playing uh, Neo Cab some more since uh last time we spoke. Cool. Um it's just yeah, it's a I don't expect to like this game as much as I I am um it's it's just really I feel like it's well written and I am getting more and more invested into what's
1: going on and Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so this game is like a is it like a visual like visual novel novel type of I haven't really played much but I'm not sure if that's the right descriptor of this game
1: yeah I mean I've only played that first chunk of first little bit of it but I think that's accurate for what the genre is. Yeah,
0: you basically are just like reading a whole bunch of dialogue and occasionally choosing options for your character, Lena, who's in this new city as a rideshare um, employee Mm -hmm. and is taking people all over this this new city that you're in. And it's kind of introducing these noir elements of your friends missing and you're trying to figure everything out. Um, So it's just... The more I play of it, it gets more interested in even stories that aren't related to this main, um, story of trying to find your friend. It's, uh, there's like just endearing characters and what they're saying and, um, just. Yeah. I I was
1: going to ask you if, if like the writing holds up throughout the rest of it. Yeah, it
0: really does. And that's what, I think that's what keeps me playing it is the writing Um, and it's never like really taken sides a lot. It's always showing, um, like both, both sides of the coin and, and just kind of showing what's there and you can kind of like make Make your own decision decision based off of what's being said. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm really, really enjoying it.
1: Yeah. That's another one. I just, I need to get back to it. Mm -hmm.
0: Just with so much to play. (laughs) We have been playing some indivisible i see
1: yeah i've also been playing indivisible which is by lab zero games the same people who made Sk- skull girls mm-hmm. and you know i love skull girls uh, uh, uh. uh indivisible is a it's like an action rpg where it, it's very much obviously made by fighting game players and fans of fighting games um you are and you're playing as Ajna, which is like a she's a 16 year old girl. Um, the intro is kind of reminded me of Fable in a way. It's like you are uh, training with your dad, and then your entire village gets burnt down, mm-hmm. and somebody kills your dad, this guy named Dar. And uh, so you fight Dar, you beat him, and then you suck him into your head, and it oh, doesn't wow. really explain how ajna does any of this but every time she meets a new companion or somebody that's going to help her with her journey they get sucked into your head and you have a place called the inner realm where you go and like talk to the people in your head and then every time you trigger a battle they come out of your head to help you fight it's really strange but um the music's really cool it's got an awesome art style it's like 2d but 3d backgrounds kind of an interesting like depth effect. Yeah. I watched a trailer um, earlier
0: and and I was seeing you play it. So I'm just like, yeah, that art style. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I've really Really, been a good job on that.
1: I've been enjoying, I've been playing it um, for game pass. I've been playing on my Xbox one. And my only complaint really is that some of the platforming sections that have more on the screen or a bigger field of view it tends to slow down quite a bit. So sometimes, you know, you'll go from 60 frames or whatever, down to like 15, 20. It really chugs through some of these sections. And I'm not sure if it's just because I'm using like the Xbox one S, right? I don't have an Xbox one X, but it makes me wonder if that performance issue is the same throughout all of the versions of this Mm -hmm. game, or if it's just specific to how weak this console is compared to other consoles. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, But it's not game-breaking. It's not really that bad. It's just in in certain sections where... uh, It's at the unfortunate sections where you need it to not be laggy. (laughs) You know? Right. Uh, But...
0: And it's... So it has, like, these platforming elements and it has more, like, a slightly traditional, like, fighting game, like...
1: Yeah, it's like if you combine, like, a Metroidvania with a fighting game and a role-playing game, turn-based role-playing game, the combat kind of feels like... Paper Mario meets Skullgirls or any uh, 2D fighter. Lots of juggling. So your 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 party is, is all set to face buttons. So X, Y, A, B. And then you do your specials for each character corresponding with that button and then a direction. So like for Ajna, for example, her just pressing X just as a normal attack. If you do down X, it does like a two hit axe swing thing. So you'll get used to like, having somebody pop somebody into the air and then you'll have one person go in for a couple more hits and then pop them back into the air. And you kind of are creating custom combos in a really interesting way. And so you can switch out these characters you have in
0: your head and like, and yeah, there's customize, lots of right?
1: Yeah. It seems like you're the play style that you want to go for. You can kind of do whatever you want with mix and matching these people. And you get so many of them. I, I feel like I'm maybe halfway through and I think I have seven or eight party members already to kind of switch through So a good selection of good selection, to build your good selection mm-hmm. of different types of styles too. Uh, so, you know, you could play like a heavy, like regen style team where you're just healing yourself constantly. I find that some sections of combat last way too long. Like I'll be fighting close to the end of fighting these iron kingdom um dudes that you meet in the first like port city i remember thinking oh my god these people take forever to kill they're not hard it just like the fights just took so long it's like did you play oh, incre- oh i don't even <laughs> i mean it's fun to do combos and stuff like that but like when you're doing the same like loop of it, a combo it, over, not and over. over a time exactly yeah. you're just like praying for a new person to appear that way you can at least mix up how the fighting is going, but it's got an interesting story. It's got really good voice acting. I haven't r- really felt annoyed by any of the voices and there's a lot of spoken dialogue. So, um, I mean, I, I figured lab zero would do great with this type of game because Skullgirls has really interesting lore and all of the bits of story stuff from Skullgirls is really interesting. So I'm wondering if we're going to see any Skullgirls characters pop up. There was an NPC that mentioned Shovel Knight at one point in time no. that I found. He was mm-hmm. like, ah, there's so many people here. I'd be surprised if a little guy with a shovel didn't appear at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like thinking I'm going to see Shovel Knight. And then as I mean, you, yeah, know, earlier, saw you saw pass. Pass. Yeah. So uh saw So lots of cool fighting game references to other fighting games. When I fought uh, Ravenar, which was like the first big bad guy like your whole goal in this game is to cut this guy's head off to avenge your dad and um he goes through so many different forms that he takes like you chop his head off and then he just becomes like a weird just demonic looking kind of entity thing that you fight for like a whole stretch and there were sections where he would you know i'd beat him to like half health and then he would disappear and i have to fight him again and he would come off the screen out of nowhere with uh, Balrog's Rush Punch, <laughs> like exactly the same as Balrog's Rush Punch. And then other stuff. Um, just there's lots of your characters have lots of moves that are just very blatantly like Marvel versus Capcom style right. abilities. Like the Pirate Girl, she has like a Butt Slam where she lunges her butt at you, and it's the same as Double's Butt Slam thing from. Uh, Skullgirls. so if you're a fighting game player like yourself you get a lot out of this D- like, yeah so much the design and everything with the character yeah so you're gonna cool. pick up so yeah. much that is you know is just obvious references to other fighting games kadira she's one of my favorite characters that i've gotten so far she's like a uh like a desert soldier type girl but all of her attacks you have a follow-up for all of them so it's just it feels like you're playing like a fighting game character when you're playing her because you'll go in for like a shield slam knock them up into the air do another thing do a slide and then her super is literally just captain America's super from marvel versus capcom 3 she just like powers up and then slams her shield into them a bunch of times it's really super fun mm-hmm.
0: um i really want to pick that up
1: yeah and it's you know it's on Game Pass so right. it's like it's just a no brainer like Game Pass's value is just crazy. So you play on console, right? Yeah, okay. Xbox One.
0: Cool cool cool. Um, um
1: but yeah, um, you know you unlock a lot of different movement options which I think are going to you're going to want to go back and explore different sections because you will be able to get to different spots on the map that you couldn't get to before. Like I know you, you saw how I unlocked that like pogo hop. It's almost like a shovel knight right. like bouncy thing. There are so many sections where I just needed that before and never had it. So I'm kind of excited to go back Backtrack and explore some no more. more. Yeah. Um, I fought this guy in the desert that was attached to this giant sandworm and all of his moves looked like Blackheart from... Do you remember Blackheart from Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Vaguely. Okay, well, everything he was doing reminded me of, of Blackheart. I was just thinking, man, this game just has so many cool references to like OG fighting games and... It just it seems like a labor of love for sure.
0: So you want to get any games that we were both playing yes. or have, have both played? I absolutely do. Uh, so I guess we can start off with Outer Wilds. I finally picked it up. What are you playing it on? I am playing it on PlayStation 4. Nice. Yeah, it recently was on sale um, for like five bucks off. So now is the time.
1: That's one of those games that I feel like is never going to be on like a deep sale. Yeah. Because it's just it's so good it has nothing but Mm. positive reviews i think from what i've heard from other people and stuff and
0: you've also been playing on game pass right
1: i've been playing on game pass yeah on my xbox right right so what do you think of outer wilds i'm i'm really like i'm really liking it i haven't played too much of it maybe
0: like at most three hours Um, i feel like i'm still in the beginning stages of what this game is and from what i hear i'm just having gotten close to the the real part of what people love about this game and just yeah but i'm i'm really digging the aspect of just exploring this this space and it's intriguing and mysterious it reminds me of a lot of mist yes yeah and the witness a lot yes i wrote that in my notes as well yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm really liking just the atmosphere so far and
1: and before we get too far into outer wilds discussion if you are have any plans of playing outer wilds at all skip this whole section um because I warned you yeah you you really don't want this game spoiled for you yeah. but if you don't care sure fucking comes, yeah, come with us and listen to us yeah so this game outer wilds
0: um you start off like as this alien type creature and you're about to set off for outer Wilds adventure basically and get into your ship and go do some exploring.
1: Yeah, I I I've been asked what you know. What is this game? What do you do? And mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know how to really explain it beyond you are just going out looking for adventure.
0: Yeah, and you do find it. Oh yeah, lots of it. And there's like tons of different planets and moons to to go explore. And I've only maybe gotten to maybe three. So. I I have no idea what to expect from the other ones and like I just I found myself on this, this
1: Yeah, where t- have you been so far? Yeah, like- so
0: I've the brittle hollow. Oh yes. That brittle one I, hollow. With the like the black hole in the middle. Oh my god. I was not expecting that black hole in the middle, so I like fell down. I was like oh, what what's, what's this? <laughs> and so I was like trying to jetpack and go I was going like I was just in a spiral of like going around this black hole for like a good like two minutes, just Were trying, you, like, in your ship panicking. still. Or, no, or, I was oh, in my jetpack. Okay, yeah, and I was just trying to boost, and like I was just getting so far away. I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't like get sucked back into it. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And Then uh, I eventually made it, but something happened in that same playthrough where I had fallen again. I just went and I straight into the black hole. Yeah which was interesting to
1: find out what was on the other side. Oh, my God. I know, dude. The first time I f- went to Brittle Hollow, I, it was like towards the end of a loop. So it was probably at like 18, 19 minutes or so. So shit's already getting sucked into this black hole and stuff's already getting kind of crazy outside. Did you have any moments where like bits of the sun were landing on Brittle Hollow? It's, like fireballs it's, in the it's, sun? It's, it's
0: like a volcano um, like moon type thing yes. orbiting around around it okay, right? That, just yes. shooting like these these whatever volcano is that coming, so stuff. is that
1: the ember twin and the ash twin maybe the ember twin is. is the one shooting the i think so makes sense i think that shit is crazy mm-hmm. like the whole time i was on brittle hollow i just my entire body was just like scrunched up mm-hmm. because i was so scared of well I, I, it's just such a mysterious game and there's so much you don't know what what to be afraid yeah. of and what not to be afraid of. And you don't know the like the rules of these planets. Yeah, like, it's always changing up and you have to get accustomed to it. And by the way, you you
0: you die like you all die all the time. Yeah. Um and then it just repeats. You, you wake, wake back, to back where up. you wake up at the very beginning and yeah, but you but your wealth of knowledge that you gain is still pretty much with you so you're able to just keep on building on that and that's It's interesting so far what I've found that's like what you do, what you do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The only thing that you gain ever is just like knowledge, right? You don't gain any sort of extra abilities or any sort of extra anything. Like you could finish the game in your first playthrough. I think if you really, you know, I guess we're savvy enough to do it, but like, you're not, you need to know more about all these planets. You need to, you're looking for, I want to, I want to translate all of the know my stuff so Mm -hmm. that I can know, uh, you know, what they were up to and what was going on. Have you been to the Hanging City inside of Brittle Hall yet? Where you have to like walk Hang up it. the walls to go. I did get there, but I was like, I ran off oxygen or something
0: and it just, I died. So I haven't been back
1: to do that. There's just so much. I don't think a game has really come out in a long time that has captured me the way that this game has. Like, I want to know everything.
0: Mm-hmm. And the, the only other planet i can think of that i've been to so far is this i don't know the name of it but originally i thought it was just some sort of like gassy planet or something like that i could i couldn't see in it and there's just these dark clouds and then i was trying to get to this oh i know why i was there so when you first wake up it's like you see in the sky where it kind of like hits something breaks off yeah so i wanted to go explore that and I couldn't get on that, so I got sucked into the gravity of the planet and went through the clouds and was just. Do you know this place at all? Which, what do you know what the name of it is? I don't know the name you of think it. it but I I don't giants
1: look- Deep? Maybe. Is it the like a greenish looking? It looks yeah. like a hurricane is going on all the time.
0: Yeah, it's just like sort of a whole bunch of tornadoes just going off. Yes. And, and it- it's mostly yeah.
1: underwater? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's Giants Deep, I believe. Okay. That's the name of that one. Yeah, that's. I was not expecting that when I went through the clouds like oh oh god. Dude, I know that place is so scary and and just fucking crazy looking. Um I've yeah. been I've like tried to break through the surface of that so many times. And then also there were these translated things I was reading about uh like a big anglerfish type thing, like fossils of like massive right. anglerfish.
0: It's like in the, like the museum like well, you can see one of those, right? Like, yes.
1: Yeah. I I wonder if there's one of those on that planet. Oh, I'm just right. I'm just yeah. like scared all the time when I'm playing this game. Um, the sound design is crazy. Everything is mm-hmm. so loud and really ominous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the music it's so good. It's fantastic. Like, like you said,
0: I think you mentioned last time. Um, like very Jim Guthrie. Like Phil. Like it could have totally. been.
1: I really um, yeah. But
0: this is do you know who the the soundtrack is L- let me by...
1: look it up
0: yeah it's just these nice acoustic driven pieces with uh guitar and flutes whistles drums it's 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 andrew... really good
1: it's by andrew Pralo p-r-a-h-l-o-w i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that mm-hmm. correctly but yeah the i mean even just when that first song timber hearth plays whenever you're walking up right uh on um that first planet mm-hmm. it's just you know you're in for a treat yeah
0: it's really really good and i really like
1: i felt something really special like within
0: me when i was like doing i was using the signal scope and looking at the planets and i wasn't expecting when everything was lining up to the, for the the tracks of the different music to line up and i was like oh that's so cool it's so cool! that's so cool i love that aspect um yeah i'm I'm really really enjoying it and i can't wait to found out find out more about this game to, yeah, there's just so
1: much stuff i've experienced that i have no idea like what the like the further depth to it is mm-hmm. like yeah i really don't know what to expect have you been to the ash twin area there's like a projection stone no. there, but you stick it into this surface, and then the ground turns black underneath it. And if you're looking down, it like engulfs you, and you look back up, and you're in this like ghost like realm thing. Wow. And all of these faces are like blue, and then some of them aren't lit up, and they're just all around you, and it looks crazy and ominous. Uh-huh. And then it just turns into nothing. Like you try to approach one of the things, and then it just stops. Like you like snap out of the vision mm-hmm. or whatever. So. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with just w- this game in general. You know, I think you're looking for, like, the center of the universe, mm-hmm. basically.
0: And it's like I'm getting these translations of, like, the eye of the something. or Yes. Right. And
1: have you been to that planet where it's, like, it, it's supposed to point in the direction of the center of the universe, but every time you try to line it up, you, like, it's like the witness style, you know, when you're opening doors and stuff like that. It's that one little ball that you kind of move and oh, a way. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, you, there's it, like a thing on the floor it and turns it, it, like turns, around, it turns, kind yes. of like
0: guides, but there's one that like keeps on spinning and that's, is that that's the, to the be one like that's the, supposed
1: to be pointing okay. at the thing. And then that tells you that, you know, they, tr- they try to create like a more powerful version of it on the south end of Brittle Hollow. Okay. But Brittle Hollow is just terrifying. Every time <laughs> I go there, I just like I'm overwhelmed by the black. I like I want to go in the black hole every time. I shot my scout into the black hole and just took a shit ton of pictures as it was falling through I it. I think about doing that. Oh, I, I always forget crazy. about using a scout. Do you I do kind the, of forget The about scout it? is awesome because it, it's a light source. Like more than anything, oh, okay. it, there are spots where you just can't see shit. Right. And so it's nice to have that as like a light source. And then it also tells you the integrity of the structure you're standing on. Okay. Did you find, I'm sorry, did you find, uh ryback in brittle's hollow he's like the one playing the it's right, either like yes. a banjo or mm-hmm. um like that poor guy he doesn't like exploring and stuff he's like he's stuck on this stuck planet that's just about to get sucked yeah. into a black hole <laughs> or he's gonna go face first into the sun like <laughs> right. whichever one comes first um <laughs> and it was funny how i one of my favorite lines when i was talking to ryback was he was like, I used up a lot of my oxygen supply, screaming, coming down from the surface. I'm <laughs> like, dude, I feel you. Like, there are times where I'm yeah. like approaching the surface, and I'm just like, oh my god. Like, t- trying to like land in a way that doesn't suck. Yeah, well, and, I love uh,
0: that we can have those experiences in this game, and also just feel really good. Like when I like first awake and get into the ship, I'm like, all right, let's, it's time let's to do this. Do this. Yeah. And then the sound of like turning the engine on and just like blasting off is like. i'm I'm ready for adventure
1: yeah it really uh just perfectly emulates the feeling of like adventure and Mm -hmm. uh, it's just an incredible game i've really been loving it
0: really just fun to talk about
1: it's so fun to talk about there's just so much that you know you can experience that another person won't ghost matter have you died to ghost matter yet i have wow scary looking oh yeah Well, well for this. When you see it, yeah. When <laughs> you see it, um, and have you ever had a different sounding gasp when you wake up? Because I noticed recently on one of my resets, I made a different noise when I woke up instead of the usual like.
0: <gasps> no, I haven't. I haven't noticed that.
1: I don't know what that means, but I feel like everything means something in this game. So anytime anything weird <laughs> happens, I write it down, some meaning to it. All right.
0: But yeah. I'll. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to play more and. Gotta uh, finish next it. week. I we have can to talk finish more it. about it. Yeah. Know? Um, but other than that, we we have also been playing, or we played, all of a way out. We finally finished it. Thank God. Yes, and it did not end well. No. Um. So yeah, a way out. We ex- we escaped prison. We got out of that mess, and we saw our like
1: families, our families very briefly. We played yeah. basketball with my yes. child, mm-hmm. and then you had a baby. I did and the
0: shout outs to the hospital yes that's the last good part of the game yeah and then we we do this whole harvey thing which is mentioned throughout the game and that's like the reason
1: to for us to break out yeah. in the first place is that we both have like beef with harvey and we're both mm-hmm. trying to kill harvey
0: right and uh, when, it, when it gets set up part is just too much gunplay and that was not it, Did not exist in any of the
1: the rest of the game. Exactly. I never once thought to myself, boy, I hope there's a a cover-based shooter at at some point in time in this game. Like, I never wanted that.
0: God, it was just so boring. It was so fucking boring.
1: The shooting just didn't feel good. No. The cover mechanics didn't feel good. And it was literally an hour and a half long. I get why
0: it's there. Like, it's, I guess, because we had to take out Harvey, but like, I don't know, it's just
1: it I was just, the worst part it like soured the whole experience for me it, it
0: did like because up to, up until then we were having a blast doing all the mini games and stuff then after that hospital stuff which had uh, a great wheelchair oh uh, my mini god game.
1: the wheelchair mini game was amazing it was like tony hawk skateboard like if you're manualing yes. in a tony hawk game so you're just trying to balance that little bar of meter between when uh, you're like, grinding on something yeah yes. it's exactly that but you're in a wheelchair and you're just trying to hold a wheelie for the longest time possible. And me and Kobe had a horrible back and forth. Yes, for
0: what, like more than 30 minutes? More than 30 playing minutes. Playing just that part. Yeah. And I originally had the high score, and then you being you, you had to conquer that. And
1: and I unfortunately tied our... I, which I tied made things worse. Yes. We were so close to moving on to the next section of the game. And then when Kobe got to the elevator, I was like, do you really want to leave it on a time, and Kobe? I was like, no not at all <laughs> both ran back across the hospital sat back in our wheelchairs popped them both up at the same time and started <laughs> over again and when you would fall i would fall and just mess everything up and just if i fell so and kobe was still going i would make myself fall on purpose over and over to be distracting <laughs> and it would always work it always made him fall
0: God, it didn't help that like i was losing frames too like both of us were right
1: we were yeah, yeah. i had weird performance issues with that game that i didn't think yeah i would have
0: but yeah Best thing about that game was the mini games. The mini games sure. were
1: great. Mm-hmm. It was still a fun experience, even though the end really soured it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had fun playing it. Yeah, I did too.
0: And we, at some point, we we'll sh- we should have some videos of us doing our playthrough soon. Yeah,
1: kind of best moments sort of thing.
0: Yeah. So yeah, um, so I guess we could uh, take a break.
1: Yeah, let's take a break,
0: and uh, we can play our soundtrack pick of. The- of the episode which is cog is push by rv takari for the game Baba's you
1: Good to be back,
0: yes, let's talk about more video games all right, so before we get into our discussion um we have a a couple things to mention news related uh, first thing since half life Alex is coming out soon um on Steam all the other half lifes half lifes <laughs> all the other half lifes are
1: Available for lives? free. Is it Half Lives or Half Lives? Ooh, I'm just Half kidding. Lives. It has to be Half Lives. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you should play Half Life. If mm-hmm. you haven't played Half Life, you should play definitely Half-Life.
0: play it. Which I've, I need to replay it. For, I have only played like a little bit of the first one, so I need to check out check it out.
1: You have played Half Life two though, yes. Yeah? But
0: okay. I, I haven't played much of the, the episodes though, so now's I the Yep. So that and a whole bunch of the del- the del- god i cannot speak
1: a whole bunch of delayed games this this month so many delayed games First, it seems like yeah. a year for delayed games though i think oh, everything's yeah. just getting there's pushed just,
0: back there's just so many big games too so yeah yeah so cyberpunk 2077 that's one of them and and it should be delayed until september it originally had a april release date i think um
1: there's I'm that. cool with delays. Yeah. I have so yeah. many games to play as it is. Yeah. I think if you need to delay your game, just delay it. Yeah,
0: I, I really do not mind. Like, take just, your time. Everybody can just delay it and like for maybe like two years, and we can just catch, catch up on everything Honestly. else, and that would that
1: would be great.
0: With that. Yes. Yep. Um. So there's Cyberpunk. There's also Dying Light 2, which that is uh, apparently delayed indefinitely. Wow. Um. So yeah. Um. Also marvel's avengers which uh i probably won't, won't even play i don't but think i will either that also i think it's going to be delayed until september so yeah just uh, a month of delays
1: yep mm-hmm. and my friend chris cross was very upset about the final fantasy 7 delay mm-hmm. he said to me i've been waiting for this game for 15 years i want it now and I said, "Crisscross, you're telling me you've been waiting for the remake of Final Fantasy 7 <laughs> from the second Final Fantasy VII first existed? That's incredible that he had the <laughs> foresight into the future to know that there mm-hmm. would be a remake, even as a child." Um, yeah, I mean, these games can take forever to release. I don't—I literally do not care. Yeah, like, I have an endless back, backlog of games to play.
0: Yeah, I—I I don't mind more time. To, to finish some stuff
1: yeah i want to play kentucky Route zero yeah shout out to kentucky Route yeah. zero which Did came out full, today full or full like the tv full version or whatever yeah. what are they calling it tv edition tv edition i think mm-hmm. the final act i mean people are saying masterpiece of the yeah. game yeah uh, after i after i finish
0: outer outer wilds so i think i'm gonna try to pick up kentucky Route zero same mm-hmm.
1: and then more news related cook serve delicious three early right. access starts tomorrow and yeah. night looks fantastic mm-hmm.
0: so today's tuesday and releases wednesday so by the time this episode's out it should be it'll be out yep so yeah so cool so i guess we can get to our discussion
1: yeah let's do it all right
0: so we have our first question from a listener isn't that right
1: andrew we do shout yes. outs to kevin lewis his question. He wrote us a few questions, actually, but we're just going to pull one of them for this episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll
0: re- revisit the other ones in next episodes and whatnot when we when we can. Right. But yeah. Thank you again, Kevin.
1: Kevin writes in, what are some games you wish you could replay for the first time again because of how much you love playing them?
0: Good question.
1: Yeah, there there are so many and I'm sure I'm not thinking of all of them. But the very first one that came to my mind when I read this question was Bioshock. Oh yeah, yeah. I would the, the feeling I got from playing Bioshock for the first time, especially because I think this was when, you know, hardware was getting better and games were looking better and better. And I remember thinking that first scene where you are in the water, not, like thinking it was a cutscene and waiting for the cutscene to move, right. and then I was like, oh my god, I'm You're playing the, the fucking scene. game. <laughs> what? You know, and then just everything that happens right. after that, that first like 15 minutes of Bioshock is just the coolest beginning to a game.
0: It's really magical. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Need more experiences like that, which is, I think it's hard to
1: get because we're just so. Everything's just been done so yeah. many times. It's hard to create like a new experience that I feels. Guess the like...
0: next thing is VR. So maybe like Half Life Alex could potentially give us that effect again.
1: Totally. Yeah. So yeah, I
0: almost put Bioshock on my list, but. Uh, um I I think I'm 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 happy with it with having that experience. Yeah, already. totally. Um one of mine it's more of a recent thing is sayonara Wild Hearts. Yeah, I just had my experience playing like that's definitely just one of my favorite games now. Um even replaying it now I just I still get some of that first time experience again just remembering it, but I would love to
1: Yeah, Yeah, that that was an experience that I don't know. I love Simogo games, Mm -hmm. so I knew that I was really gonna experience it. It was gonna be really special to me the first time I played it, and it definitely is. Like, I I would love to be able to relive again that again for the first time. Right. Another one that I put down was Anatomy. The it's I I I I showed Anatomy Mm -hmm. to you, but it's about you know it's like that. a first person horror game set in a house and it's about how the house is just like the human body and
0: um yeah i don't think i've replayed it since you showed me it but i i really enjoyed that playthrough and it's
1: yeah i remember my first playthrough of that game being such a i just such a tense experience like not having any idea what's going to happen that'd be a cool one to replay and mm-hmm. if you haven't played anatomy i think it's on like itch.io something Mm um but it's it's only a couple bucks another game i would like to replay that you
0: showed me as well is beginner's guide like having that first time experience again oh yeah um yeah just really yeah just that was a a deep experience impact
1: on me for first time playing that game Yeah, really great if
0: you haven't played that play beginner's guide yeah. It's good. The Stanley, parable. the
1: Stanley Parable would be a great right. one to play through <laughs> without having any knowledge of what mm-hmm. it is or what's going on.
0: Another one for me is Portal Portal Two. Yes. Yeah. That was that was a fun fun game to experience, like just the ride like of what was going on. Yeah. I just uh one those was that wasn't expecting all the the turns and wh- where it would t- take me. Yeah.
1: yeah. Portal two was fantastic um little inferno is one that i put have you played little inferno
0: no the name sounds familiar but i can't
1: place what it i think it originally like. was on just on ios i know it's on steam and stuff now but you are you buy a it's like a little Inferno entertainment fireplace and shit has gone so wrong outside that it's always winter and all you do now is you order things to burn in your fireplace, and you just sit in front of your fireplace and burn stuff. And it's like social commentary on how we just are so absorbed with our phones that we don't mm-hmm. notice anything else around us. But it's got a really like sweet storyline, and you make friends with like another girl on the other side of your wall. So you like send each other sh- send each other stuff back and forth, and um, you're just you're going through this catalog buying shit to just burn it and it when you burn it it gives you more money so you just buy more stuff <laughs> so uh it it's like making fun of itself in kind of the way that we play these you know these iOS free to play games where you're just watching timers right. basically but great storyline great soundtrack it's made by the i can't, I'm not sure if it's one person but uh the people responsible for World of Goo Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. I think they made it after they made World of Goo. Okay. Um, but yeah, that would be a cool one to play for the first time. I'll, I'll t- check that out. I think you'd really first like time. it. Yeah, you, you'd really enjoy it. It's, yeah. it's really uh, a neat first experience. One of the, the main like, loop of it is you're creating combos. So like, the first one, I think, if I remember correctly, is called Springtime. And it's like, okay, well, what two things do I burn together to make something called Springtime? There's like a... Pa- a pack of flowers you can order and then like an alarm clock so i'm like (laughs) put the flowers in the fireplace and then put the clock in there light them both on fire boom springtime (laughs) and um so it's it's just an interesting sort of puzzly uh idle kind of experience okay
0: neat Neat, neat, neat. um
1: another game for me soma yeah i need (laughs) to finish it i know i played the first uh the first hour or so of Soma, but that yeah. game like scared me so much at the time that I was playing it that I just couldn't handle like the stress. It's a scary of it. game, also it's so underwater. Scary.
0: So yeah, they yeah, it's underwater. Just these it's terrifying games underwater. It's yeah, it's
1: the unknown scary. nature of underwater. I think makes everything idea so much that, scarier. Yeah, um,
0: and specifically about Soma is the ending. I just that. It, it's a wild ending like it makes you think so and it's a scary it's kind of a scary thought too
1: and soma that's those same people that made is it the same people that did um amnesia yes the dark design okay i believe i believe so and then penumbra before that right yeah yeah
0: um overall the game like it kind of has that same quality as alien isolation where the enemy kind of the effect of that kind of Dwindles over time when you, you kind of get used to it, and it's like, uh, it's just another thing to move past, yeah. thing. so I, I, yeah, that aspect I, is kind of iffy, like it. But overall, the game's great, and atmosphere, especially, it has like those weird, bioshocky feel of being in this world underwater that it's just super strange, and you're just,
1: yeah, it's scary, you it know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of, I remembered growing kind of numb to the monsters in Amnesia. You know, like, I, I was kind of scared of them for a while, but then I thought, like, oh, if they kill me, I'm just going to start over from this one spot. So, like, right. I don't care. I remember, like, the last half, of the last, maybe, like, the last quarter of that game, like, sprinting through sections, like, mm-hmm. chucking chairs at these things, because I just didn't care. Like, because I knew that... You I mean, lose that effect, I yeah. I don't know, like, they become not dangerous anymore. You just don't give a shit about dying after a while. right. Uh, it's funny how those games can start so strong with how scared you are of the stuff, mm-hmm. and you just don't care about the stuff anymore. Yeah, because it,
0: it becomes known rather than the unknown, and, like, you just get used to it, and it's like,
1: Ugh. Yeah, I think it's like, they did, Amnesia did a good job of making you too scared to look at the thing, so you try to, like, if you don't look and you play into the fear of it all, it, you know i feel like you almost have a better time because eventually i just started to look and i just stopped caring about like I'm like this thing isn't that scary to me i'm just gonna right. run right by it like who cares and if it gets me it gets me i'm just gonna try again
0: mm-hmm. it was the same way of me playing alien isolation just yeah and eventually you kind of get you kind of weaponize yourself at some point and it, yeah and that's when it kind of completely goes away
1: yeah, yeah. Um, another one i put device six and year walk I put them okay, both together yeah, just, just because they're both samogu games, right? And, but uh, samogu in all general, I all like... the <laughs> games, yeah. I want to replay all the samogu games for the first time. My first playthrough of both of those was incredible. The part in Device Six where you get to the section where it's it's like the funeral or whatever, and it's like the tape is playing or whatever the the ritual tape, I think it's called. I think yeah. But it's playing backwards, so you have to like move it backwards, mm-hmm. and then it plays correctly. And also, all of that text is upside down and backwards. So, uh, my brother and I were playing it together for the very first, you know, for the first time that we played through it. And I remembered my mom being like, you know, we got to that part we were like, oh my God, look how fucking crazy this looks. <laughs> and she was like, oh, why don't you guys just hold it up in a mirror? And I was like, oh my God. And like running with my iPad, like to a mirror to be like, oh my God, look, we can read it now. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I didn't think of it immediately. And right. But, uh, just little cool touches like that. Like that's really exciting to see for the first yeah. time because you like it becomes
0: the experience of experiencing it is like it's the draw like it's, that is the draw to the game yeah and yeah, that's, yeah. And that's something you can only really get that first time the right. first time
1: playing it and then you kind of get it a little bit from like showing a person the thing like i've shown right, so true. many people device six and your walk and just watch them play through it and of like, yeah. kind of like secondhand experience is kind of like
0: something like you're like teaching someone that type
1: of nice feel yeah right and you just kind of get to live vicariously through them. Mm-hmm. But, and then, you know, in your walk, getting to the end and then having to use the companion app to actually finish the game. I remember thinking that was a crazy first thing to experience. Yeah. Like what? Like this app just isn't just like a, a lore thing that is actually so, like tied into the game too. And I have to use it. Super cool. So good.
0: Um, so one of my favorite games, I don't think I've mentioned before, it's kind of just escaped my mind previous time. We've talked about our favorites, was New Vegas, Fallout New Vegas.
1: I've never played through, I mean, I've played like the start of New Vegas a bunch of times, but I've never really right. stuck through it.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't know, I, I like that out of the follow iterations, it's like just something about that, that game is just really pleasant to me. I don't know, like the stories and everything, it just has a nice overall feel I
1: and mean, i think I, that game has a little bit more color than fallout 3 and 4 had if i, I think I remember so correctly.
0: a little bit like the vegas like the whole neon stuff so yeah a little maybe. more interesting to look at yeah yeah i really like new vegas and it'll be nice to like do those same quests and whatnot again for the first time
1: i also wrote down don't look back by terry cavanaugh Mm, it's a little ios game that he did for a game jam yeah you showed me that too that's a cool one but again it's a it's a thing like you experience once and then you're just like i get it i got it yeah you know but uh that'd be a good one to play
0: i think we played that at the cafe
1: we did right you're like i was like here play this it'll only take you like 15 minutes yeah and i was really bad at it and it took me like 25 minutes oh my god yeah but i remember the dog Boss killing you a bunch of times, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of a hard. It's a weird boss fight that dog is making him not face you, so you could hit the back of him or whatever. Do you remember that? Yeah. But yeah, you know that's a free iOS game. If if you haven't played Don't Look Back and you have an iPhone, you should play it. Yeah, it's really good. I don't want to talk too much about it because it loses that. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus
0: oh my goodness yeah that was a really good fun one to play again like for the first time yeah yeah just uh, what a I remember
1: just being a fast experience like yeah
0: just exactly awe just like these big creatures
1: and especially for the hardware at the time thinking like right. what the fuck like this this looks crazy I still haven't picked up the remastered
0: version I really want to see how that looks and get a, a similar sort of feel I, I hope from that and just that higher definition
1: yeah, it mm-hmm. it's it looks great. Their the remaster of it is really good. And it's bundled with Eco. I, I I see. How do you do you know what I'm I saying? It? It Eco, Eco. Um, I haven't really, I never really played a ton of that game, but same, same. thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, that seemed like a very like ominous big game in the same way that Shadow of the Colossus was, right? Donkey Kong Country for the Super oh. Nintendo. I remember playing that for the first time and be just being really blown away by it. So I think I would like to do that again. I I need to play it. Don't get it. Uh, yeah, 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 I, well. I've only really listened to the soundtrack,
0: um, mostly, but I want to
1: play it. Yeah, the soundtrack I think carries it quite a bit, but it's a good platformer. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Anything else for you? I'd love to re-experience MMOs that came out in their heyday. Like oh, like playing world of warcraft and like mm-hmm. when wrath of the lich king first came out or something like that that'd be really cool or runescape back in the day it's just different
0: like really something new like at that time
1: it or was like... new and the way that information spread around was much slower than it is now i feel like right. when stuff comes out now we have it all figured out before it even really comes out so like you not... either like read about it and just like the effect of experience it firsthand in that moment is like
0: it's lost. kind of lost now
1: yeah 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 i guess that's uh, all that's, all, that's yeah. all i really got i mean um, good, good question super good question it, it's like one of those questions that i could probably if i dug forever for games that i want to re-experience mm-hmm. i probably could definitely thanks again for writing in if you want to write in if, if anybody listening wants to write in please do so we will read your questions we will answer them
0: yeah it really helps us out and um gives us more to talk about so yeah yeah.
1: and stuff that you want to hear us talk about so uh thanks for that Mm -hmm. but now i think we're gonna end this episode and go do something else yeah all right see you next week see you next week thank you for listening to episode 6 of when we got older if you'd like to send us any questions or game recommendations you can reach us at agopodcast at gmail.com that's awgopodcast at gmail.com. Or if you follow either of us on Instagram, you can send us questions there as well. Our intro and outro music is in We Got Older by Jim Guthrie. I'm Andrew Evans. I'm Cody McGraw. Until next time.